Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? Thank you for taking time and, and downloading and listening to another podcast of Will's Take on Sports. I'm the host, Will Walker. Whatever platform you're listening to this particular podcast on, I'd like for you to go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. Also, if you're on social media, Twitter and Instagram, uh, please follow the show at WWS underscore sports show. And also where most of you listen to the show on Facebook on the Facebook page, go ahead and click that live uh, that like button. Also, I'd like to uh, extend this opportunity to you to listen to the show live on Monday and Thursday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Spreaker app. Just download the Spreaker app and type "Will Take on Sports" in the search box, or you could just click, or you could just go to this link www.spreaker.com forward slash user forward slash wtos. And you'll be able to listen to the show live. Today's podcast, two sixteen. Should the Astros be stripped of their World Series title? All this news about cheating scandals in sports. Period. Got the Houston Astros, my game that I love, my favorite sport, the world's game of football. My Manchester City side has been banned two years for allegedly cooking the books, not giving all information on on their. Uh, finances uh, and taking advantage of the fair play that is uh, the rule in European football for the Europeans Champions League got coaches leaving schools they decided uh, Mel Tucker decided to leave Colorado after after the recent national signing day that's caused people to have some problems Miles Garrett has been reinstated by the NFL, so this is going to be a real fun show with these guys. First, I want to bring in my brother, Mr. Mike Walker, and welcome, Mr. Walter Strong. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Good. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Mr. Walker. Mr. Walker. All right. Let me me get right into this, uh, get you guys' opinion about – the Houston Astros situation, uh, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, say that the players, there was not enough evidence to suspend any of the players. I want to ask you, you two fine gentlemen, should some of the Houston Astros players also be face some type of suspension, not just coaches? Should there be some type of punishment for the players also? Going to start with you first, Mike. What you think? Man, you know, I think it's a whole lot of malarkey. First of all, just like steroids. In my book, steroids, how do steroids make you a better baseball player? I got this just me. I just don't see where steroids make you a better baseball player. If you can't hit the ball, you can't hit the ball. And if I, 
I know if you can tell me what what, what kind of pitch you're going to throw to me, I'm not going to hit it. <clears throat> Excuse me. A ball, something that small, moving that fast. No. I mean, I just think, no, 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 no. And, this is, and all this nonsense about taking away the championship. Okay, you say you take away the championship, but if I got if I got me a championship ring on my finger, you can say what you want. I'm, I'm I still got my championship ring, and every chance I get, the hot and rub it off, and I put it in somebody's face. And 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 they all cheat in baseball. All these unwritten rules and all that nonsense. I say it's behind it's behind you. They said they're sorry. Let's move on. Next topic for baseball to mess up. Wow. Okay, Mr. Strong, what you say? Wow. Okay. Well, I, I, I come from a generation where they say sometimes sorry don't always resolve the problem. So this is definitely one of the mm. issues. Sorry don't resolve everything here. Um, Major League Baseball, unfortunately, um, and let me let me say that first of all, I'm not a real traditional baseball fan, but what history has kind of showed me when I have paid attention, like a lot of the steroids, when things start to get out of control, and when the government gets involved or when money starts to get questioned, that's when baseball wants to change its tune and fix stuff. So with that said, I believe the Astros should be stripped of their title uh, to set a precedent to let them know to the other teams that we know you're doing it. You just haven't been caught yet. The Astros and the Red Sox, um, unfortunately, my understanding, are the first two to be called on the carpet for it. So you make an example of the Astros, and baseball should take a hard stand to, to say, hey, look, we're stripping them of the title. This is a precedent to let you know going forward that you don't. Because if they don't do it, you better believe Washington will come calling like they did in the past. Wow. Uh, interesting, gentlemen. That I'm, I got two different perspectives. I'm going to get a third perspective as Mr. Derek Wilson is now joining us. Derek, what's going on, brother? Not a whole lot, guys. How y'all doing? Doing great. Uh, we're talking about the Houston Astros and uh, their signs stealing scandal um, that has really taken over before the start of spring training in Major League Baseball. I just asked Walter and, and Mike, do and I'm going to ask you now, do you think that the players should face some type of punishment, not just managers or general or a general manager in one case? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't really don't think it's no different than – the uh, remember the pay for injury thing they had in New Orleans a couple of years back, and Dilma and a lot mm-hmm. of people got suspended right along, and they got fired right along with Greg Williams. Um, y'all grown? Mm-hmm. Ain't no kids in the clubhouse. So if you notice something that we shouldn't be doing or we not supposed to be doing, if you decide to take part in it, then you should be a part of the punishment, just like the people in upper management. It's not like when a when a coach of a little league team is doing something illegal and the players. Or just going along with it because that's the adult in the room. You got these are grown people who make millions of dollars and who can decide what they do and don't want to do anytime pretty much they get ready. So if you were a part of it, you shouldn't benefit from it. And you definitely should be punished just like everybody else. 
Okay, so Mike, that's that's two gentlemen that seem to think that there should be some type of punishment towards the players. I'll, I'm gonna give you a chance to, to just you, you know, go ahead. You know, you know, I'm you know I'm ready for that. I like I, like I said before, if you're not a, a great baseball player and can hit the ball, you, I don't care what. If I tell you where I'm gonna throw the ball, if you're not a great baseball player, you're not gonna hit the ball. That, that plain and simple, okay. you are not going. You're not mm-hmm. going to hit the ball. It, 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 and, and, and they say like, like Derek. You, I'm going to use um, Jose Canseco and his brothers, two identical twins, genetically made up just alike, right? Both okay. They supposed to be they, they twin brothers, genetically just alike. Jose took steroids, and the other guy took steroids. <laughs> Jose, oh, no, Jose, oh, Jose okay, Canseco was a. That is a great point. No, uh, hey, Jose was was a, was a was a good baseball player, and his his brother wasn't. So either you can or you can't. So don't tell me because if somebody tell you, or well, I'm gonna throw, um, he's gonna throw you a fastball that you gonna hit the fastball. Cause you know it's coming. If you if you not if you not good at what you're doing, it ain't gonna make no difference. And, and All right, Elder Walter, he makes he makes a very good point. He makes I, a very I, wait hold there. Let me get Elder Walter. He makes a very good point. I mean, he does, but see, when you look at it in terms of the precedent that they have allowed themselves to be called on the carpet, did you? They're depending on how many players that were involved that knew about this this scandal. So, and forgive me, I don't know the numbers of how many make up the team, but if 20 of them are involved and the other 12 are not, um, what happens is, I guess from a confidentiality and trust standpoint, there's this, you can't go and expose this because you're going to fracture the, the, um, the, what am, the chemistry of the team, the being able to operate as one, you're going to fracture that. But at the same time, the 12 who did not come forward and they had true knowledge of this, they're, they're basically accepting the punishment of getting those titles stripped, stripped from them. Because they had, they're, like you said, I, I think, was it Mike who said that, you know, it was grown men here. There, there were no kids in there in, in that locker room. Everyone was grown men. They knew what was going on. And so by stripping them of the title, you are addressing a bigger issue that I believe is going to now come to light in this next se- this new season. It's there, it's not going to stop with them. I don't. It's not because why does baseball keep dragging the feet when fans keep getting hit in the head, oh. not wanting to put up a net? They keep dragging okay. the feet go, on go these critical issues, right? So oh, you you got that right. That's not it's mm-hmm. not going to stop with just Houston and Boston, and so you mm-hmm. make an example of Houston and Boston if they, if all the findings come true to say to the rest of the teams, this is what we if if you won't do that, then go ahead and put Pete Rose back in to reinstate him. you. Amen. And the reason why they 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 take that stance on Pete because Pete is an individual case of gambling on baseball. If there were other people.
people that were called to the carpet for gambling on baseball, you really think Pete Rose would be banned from baseball? No. No. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. I'll go next. No, because what – you can say that you stripped me of, 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 the, of my of the world title, but if I beat you <laughs> on, the, on, on the field, you can say what you want. Every 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 player from the president of that team to the owner, all the way down to the water boy that, that they gave a ring to, that got the ring. They say that they're a world champion. You can say what you want. I know, but just 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 like when USC uh, won and they said, "Oh, they, it's vacated." They vacated the national championship that year. But everybody that played for USC and everybody else, including me, know what I say? They're the national champions. Oh, that's done. Now listen, now let me make this last one. And major league baseball. When I say strip. If you say take the title away, the anyone one thing you can say when you say take the title away, you should about vacating it, vacating your title. It's nothing else you can say but vacating the title. It's it's, it's but, not. But, but but I think but, that was different though, Mike. I, this only reason why I say all of that is different. This list, this only reason I'm gonna say it's different. Uh, one, um, when you talk about football, they took their titles because people were getting benefits off the field. They didn't right. on the field. They played a fair football game on the field. This was Reggie Bush getting free housing and stuff like that. They wasn't using ineligible players or none of that stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mike, let him finish. Wait, wait, Mike, 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 let him finish. Mike, let him finish. Let him finish his point. Go ahead, Derek. This, this is the difference, Mike. In baseball, unlike other sports, if I know where you're going with the ball, I get a chance to shift my defense. I get a chance to make substitutions with pitching, hitters, all kinds of stuff. Listen, even if you don't hit the ball, if I make your defense shift enough where I can either get a bunt or I can just put the ball up in the air in order to get what I want to get done, done. Baseball is a different game when it comes to the strategy of knowing what your opponent is and ain't supposed to do. In football, you could know a team going to run the ball. And if you're not stronger than they are and if you ain't got the wheel, you're not going to stop them. In baseball, shifting your defense can be the difference between a base hit or a triple play or a double play. So I think that's why a lot of people are so pissed about it is because vacating their title is something because they did it on the field. They cheated on the field. They used the unfair advantage on the field. That's why everybody was so pissed at the Patriots because they felt like the Patriots got an unfair advantage on the field, not something that they were doing off the field. So that's why this is such a big deal. And to me, everybody should get punished because it was done on the field. If they had been taking some some drugs or something, just like he said with Jose Canseco or even with Pete Rose gambling off the field, nobody would have cared. I mean, they would have cared, but it wouldn't have been as big a deal. But you were cheating so, on the field at their sport. Like, you were creating an unfair advantage during the game. Derek, okay, so, so what you're telling me, if you if you up at, at, at the plate, <laughs> now, if you up at the plate, right, and we're going to say Randy Johnson tells you he's going to throw, you, he's throwing you a fastball. Everybody, that's what right. they did. They told him that, Rich, uh, that he shouldn't throw a fastball. Right. If you if you can't hit that fastball going eighty miles an hour, 
and Randy come up there throwing a hundred a hundred miles an hour. But and you can't thing, hit it. Though, I don't care if you know it's this coming. You know it's coming. But just the thing, you know it's coming. That's the that, that's that, art of hitting. You got to remember. Listen, you got to remember. Greg, Greg Maddox won just as many games, if not more games, than Randy Johnson. That his fastball might have been 80 miles an hour. It was right. the unpredictability of not knowing what he was going to do. If you know what he's going to do, you're better prepared. Even if you know, okay, I can hit this fastball going 80 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour. But what I can do, I know he's going to throw a fastball and it's coming inside. So I'm going to crowd the plate and either I'm going to get a punt or I'm going to strike the strike. I, 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 I think that's crazy. No, that's I, what I'm saying. See, baseball is a different I, strategy game when it comes no. to stuff like that. It, 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 let me, let me just make some baseball, but I know how Major League Baseball know when it when the steroid era, era they know baseball knew what was going on then, and I still think they know. And everybody and everybody was cheating then. They just called out a few players, um, um, batter in the steroid era. You had pitchers and everybody else on steroids. So the whole thing, and, of and just like this, this and just like this incident here, they know they all they all they've been st- trying to steal signs. Signs and baseball from the beginning of time to now. So let me get one more. Let me get one more opinion. Let me get one more opinion. Zach has joined us. Zach, what's going on, my brother? How you doing? Be patiently waiting. How you doing? No, 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 no. I'm okay, man. I like this. I'm all right. Hey, you okay? Let me get your opinion. What you think? Should the players be suspended also in in the Houston Astros sign stealing uh, scandal? See, I'm with Mike because I think everybody just everybody still signs to do it. So no, I'm with okay, and I'm with Mike. If you okay, because I, I, I played baseball as a kid, we stole some signs, and I know Pitcher. He came at me. He told, and believe it or not, he told me straight up, "I'm coming this fastball with you." And guess what happened? I still didn't hit that ball. I'm so, and he and he told me that's the funny thing about it. he told me exactly what he was gonna do, and he did it. But you know what's different then? But you know what's different now, and and I think the the movie The Moneyball brings a lot of clarity in terms of when you talk about stealing signs. You know, when I watched the movie Moneyball, and it showed you the analytics of how hitters have to be able to prepare themselves to be able to put themselves in the best position in being able to get a hit, mm-hmm. a bunt, or uh-huh. a walk. And so, yes, you're right. I'm quite sure that a lot of people still sign. But then when you introduce analytics, you introduce technology, and you take it to another level. The reason why I'm saying you have to punish them, and let me be clear when I say punish, or, you know, you know, punish. I'm talking about the title is vacant. Your rings have to be surrendered. Whatever benefit <laughs> you would have gotten, no, there you I'm go. serious. There you, you go, have no, that's right. Make, okay, I'll make it hurt. make an example. Because if you uh-huh. don't, Washington, mark my words, if this continues, and baseball has a history of dragging, and I'll, I'll go back to the fans being hit with baseball. Baseball has a history of dragging its feet. They don't have a problem That's with a good point. an electronic umpire yeah. to be able to, to take the umpire out and go electronic. They don't have a problem with that. Uh-huh. See how fast they're moving with that? But when it comes to human mm. safety, they drag the ball. And what's going to happen is Washington is going, somebody in Washington is going to get bored because they don't want to do what senators should do. 
and they're going to say, you know what, we call Major League Baseball up here once before. Let's bring them back up again. And you know what? Major League Baseball <laughs> right. is going to mm-hmm. with the That's a good now. point. Right. So you uh, might that's well, a very good point. Rip them well, I got everything. I ask you. Okay, it's well, a good Gary, point. What, Let me ask you a question, rip, and I'm going to say it again. What does Washington have to do with this? So other stuff going on in the world, you worry about baseball? No, no, no. I'm Man, saying I'm worried about something that ain't important. What, what, <laughs> hey, well, what, what, what grounds, uh, what grounds does Washington have to do with, with base stealing? I mean, pitching. No, no, I'm not talking about the Yes, yeah, no, I'm not talking I, about I, the I, national. He's talking about senators. I'm talking about he's the athletes. Well, here we go again. I'm, well, what what are you going to call these guys up to Washington and have uh, have them speak? What law laws or whatever? Yeah. The, um, right, 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 right. Is, is you, yes, you can you can justify almost saying that you, they use the steroids. That's an illegal drug. Yes, but um, mm-hmm. stealing um, pitching signs. Wait, what are you gonna go to Washington for? Give me, give me any, any. Why? What, what you, why great did, question. You, here, here's you, your answer. It's called losing money, sponsorships. Why do you mm. baseball now? Why do you think baseball now is trying to set up uh, NCAA uh, college um, football type playoffs where they're talking about expanding their playoffs? They're, they've been in the Stone Age so money. long, they're not making any money anymore. Wait a minute. And you who's start messing money? with people's pocketbooks? Who, who, who's not Washington money? Washington Major League Baseball. He's right. Major League Baseball isn't making the money that the other two top, top leagues are. Um, the NBA and the NFL are rake, raking in millions. Now, I'm not saying Major League no, Baseball is no, poor, but he's right. They're, they're not making right. it. Stop giving away three hundred hey. million dollar contracts. I'm sorry, that that that's, but, you know. That's, 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 but that's hey. not gonna happen that's though. That salaries exactly. are going up in every sport. That's not gonna happen. Uh, hey, well, yeah, they got to give them the TV money. They got to give the players some of the TV money. That comes from a lot of the, the the salaries come from the TV agreements, the TV contracts that they have. So that that's not gonna stop. Major League Baseball Players Union is the strongest players union out of any sports, any pro sports. So they're gonna get right. the players are gonna get paid. But as far as turning in the the worldwide money of the NFL and the NBA, Major League Baseball is way behind. He's right. It's, well, it's, it's about the dollar. Yeah. Okay, well, can I, can I see? This is my, my belief. We're talking about they're losing money and all this crap. If the owners didn't make that type of money, they couldn't pay that type of money. So You so, so, but hold on, next question. So you really think people care? I'm going. I'm, I'm sorry. So, okay. I, I, you really no, go ahead. Go, I, I want to. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you really think the people? Yeah. You really think the people? For example, I, I know. Okay, I know a bunch of people. You really think people more concerned about baseball than say a president that's corrupt, about racism, what? about police brutality, about kids being kidnapped? No one's talking about about sex trafficking. Baseball is more important than all those issues. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. What, that's what they care. They care about their sports more than anything else. They sure do. That's bad, but true. Why do they they wiretap those assistant coaches? Why do they wiretap those assistant coaches? You and I both had that discussion on here. Like, I need y'all to do something more than wiretapping illegal recruiting. Give me a break. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because it's not going to stop me. And, it's not, you're, and you're right. And that's, that's my whole problem. I, I, know, you know, I know it's not going to stop. But my thing is, that's what we're concerned about. I'm sorry. That's, that's, I don't care about that. I, I really, I'm not going to lie to you. That's not a priority to me. My, gov- my re- government resources shouldn't go to that. 
okay? Yeah, Montgomery, I just had a friend of mine um, killed that not too long ago in Afghanistan. Um, he's overseas, mm-hmm. a guy that I knew. I'm more concerned about that. My Sorry to hear that. not having the right equipment, okay? That's what I'm right. concerned about. I don't care about Sorry to hear you know, that. somebody still stole a sign in baseball. That's important to, to, well, vote. to, to the go- U.S. government? Vote. You really think that's important to the U.S. That's the government? answer. It, it, that's well, a vote. That's that's a, that's important to the senators that don't care nothing about all the things you mentioned. All they care about is getting Donald Trump reelected and it trickling down to them, and they keeping their government ben- benefits. So vote. Hey, right. Uh, There's the answer. So let me say one more. Let, let me say one more thing on this topic. You know what, my brother? I'm hundred percent agree with you. It should not matter. It shouldn't. All I'm saying is, baseball has shown through history. When they drag their feet on things such as steroids or fans being injured, um, the list goes on. You can find other things. You know, again, I'm not a traditional baseball, but I've, I've watched enough real sports to know how many people have been injured. They keep dragging their feet on those things. And what's going to happen is, is you let certain things keep going. When it starts affecting the dollar line, the, the, the dollar, the sponsors, when it starts affecting the ownership of the owners and them building this, because you have to realize, I have to go to senators. I have to go to uh-huh. mayors. I have to go to governors to get a new stadium, right? Right. Mm. Okay, so if I want a new stadium, better than Yankee Stadium, better than the Houston Astros, and I keep letting this go on, and this is, and it starts spreading from state to state. This is how it trickles up to Washington, I believe, because you're trying to ask these very people for money, and you keep letting this mm. stuff affect the dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I'm saying. Walter, you're gonna get us. You gonna get me censored. You gonna get me censored because you think too logically. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing okay. with you. Um, let's okay. <laughs> let me bring in Lou. Let me bring in Lou. So the thing is, he makes Wait. sense, and I, I see what his point is. But overall, what I'm trying to say is, I mean. It matters, but it doesn't matter. It's more important for government for the government to get involved. It's, it, 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 they have, they, I trust me. I think they have it, more important duties than to worry about that. Zach, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody could disagree with what you just said. I don't think nobody could disagree with what you just said. But the reality of the situation is, they do care about sports, and like Walter said, it all breaks down to money. But I'm gonna break the tie in this discussion and ask Mr. Lou to come in and give his thoughts about it. What he thinks should the Houston Astros players also face punishment, Lou. And welcome to the show, Lou. How you doing today? Thanks. All right. Well, yeah, they should. Of course, they should face some kind of punishment. I mean, they're all guilty of it, but I don't think you can strip the title away. I mean, that's what they're still saying about it. that's that's not going to happen. But yes, they do deserve to be punched. I mean, you know, take away the draft, okay. take away some draft picks and whatnot. So, and that's that's a start right there. No. All right, that breaks the tie. So it's three. It's three for the, the the players facing some type of punishment. All right, let's move on to another hot topic, or another serious discussion that's going to happen. Mr. Miles Garrett or Mason Rudolph? I'm going to start with you, Lou, since you just came in and you just joined the convers and you just joined the show. Who who do you believe? Did uh, do you believe Miles Garrett or do you believe Mason Rudolph? Oh uh, boy, I've been I've been trying to put my finger on for quite a while. I mean, you know, the incident never should have happened in the first place. I mean, you know, it's like having a barroom brawl incident from what happened there. I mean, I think you're both. I think you're both guilty. You know, and, and both deserve to be. You know, uh, deserve equal punishment because I, there's no there's no winner in this. Mhm. Okay. You know. Very true. 
There, there, there is no winner. Uh, let me give just a quick backdrop. Somebody asked me what happened. Like, I don't know whether you've been under a rock somewhere or you just totally forgot since <laughs> exactly. it happened in November. <laughs> any, any, um, listen, Miles Garrett lost it. Well, Miles Garrett got into a scuffle with Mason Rudolph at the end of the game on a Thursday night between Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Um, Miles Garrett took exception to being being tackled after he delivered the ball. Um, there was a, a altercation between the two of them on the ground. Miles Mason Rudolph attempted to take Miles Garrett's helmet off first, and he didn't succeed. And, and Miles Garrett succeeded in his attempt to take Mason Rudolph's helmet off. That caused Mason Rudolph to charge towards Miles Garrett. Um, his offensive lineman got in between the two of them. It was three of those gentlemen going towards Miles Garrett, and Miles Garrett decided that he was outnumbered, so he swung the helmet that he had in his hand, and he took off Mason Rudolph's head. Mm-hmm. Now, the story from the whole situation that has come out uh, some months later, which I don't know why Miles Garrett didn't say this immediately, was that he was called the N-word. He doesn't care whether it was it's with an A or an E-R. He doesn't like the word. So that triggers something inside of him right. to where he defended himself. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Mike, you are going to be dead last. I'm going to told you, and you know why. You're going to be dead last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, oh, you, <laughs> no, not going with you. No, I'm going, I'm going to go in reverse order. Zach, go ahead. Uh-huh. What is your thoughts? Who do you believe between Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph? Okay. You may not like my answer anyway, but I, I, I believe it or not, I believe I, I, I believe Miles Garrett, but because we can't prove it, okay, you can't prove it. I you can't. I, I say it, it's a moot point because it can't be proven. It can't be proven either way. So you gotta just let it be. I, I know that, but I'm asking your I'm asking your opinion. Who do you believe? I don't I don't I don't want you to give me facts. I want your opinion. <laughs> who do you believe, Miles Garrett or Mason Rudolph? <laughs> I believe I believe Miles. I mean Miles Garrett. There's got to be something more to it to set that man off. This man ain't never did nothing like that before. Okay, but you know you know I'm gonna believe Miles Garrett anyway because I think Mason Rudolph got what he was looking for, and so be it. But <laughs> all right, um, I believe I believe Miles. Okay, point blank period. I believe Miles Garrett. Believe it at that. Okay. All right, Derek. Um, you were the third caller, so that means you were in the middle between the last two calls and the first two calls. So go ahead, D. Well, uh, who who do you believe, Miles Garrett or Mason Rudolph? I actually believe Miles Garrett for, for probably the same reason as that. I watched Miles Garrett play a bunch of times. The the reaction that he had when they were on the ground, like they were on the ground. Now, granted, he should have slammed dude. The game was over. Just push him over and let that be it. Like he slammed the dude way too hard for it to be the last play of the game. But the, his reaction, like how he just went. From zero to eight thousand in like two seconds, right. something had to be said that him he cause he he bro he didn't even stop he was trying to kill that dude. You don't do that from you just calling me you know what I mean uh, uh, just a regular cuss word. Something else had to be said that made him go loony like that. So I actually believe him just from the reaction of how it happened, watching it in real time. Walter. Mm-hmm. Who do you believe, Miles Garrett or Mason Rudolph? I, I mm-hmm. definitely believe Miles um, Garrett uh, because, it, it, you know, until this discussion tonight, I never really understood why it was so important for Miles to 
go after Rudolph's helmet. I just I didn't understand why, but as we're talking, you know, I'm kind of putting the thing together, and I'm saying, you know, if he went after his helmet and he was using that for evidence that hey, I'm gonna whoop your, I'm gonna whoop your butt. At the same time, I'm gonna take that helmet and use it for evidence. Then it kind of makes sense now. Uh, so I believe he did, but because he was in a no-win situation where I believe there was enough pressure with that people could have ended up pressing charges on him for assault. Um, the NFL probably mm-hmm. said, no, we don't want this to become a bigger thing. And so, you know, and I guess Miles was like, hey, look, I got to get something in here to try to get some semblance of what happened. So I, I believe him. Right. All right, Mr. Walker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lou, you got Lou. You still got Lou uh- no, I got Lou. Lou got Lou was first. Yeah. Lou, Lou was first. Yeah, Lou was first. Go ahead. Oh, oh well, well, you know darn well. Uh, I'm Mr. I'm on Mr. Garrett. Like, there's no way, no way, no, no, no man just gonna go like Garrett say from zero to a hundred last play of the game, of the game, and just go go from there. To trying to kill somebody. It's time to go home. No time to get in the shower and go home. Something was said. It had to be because if you all game long, nothing had. No man had act like that. So I, I'm going with Mr. Garrett. He he paid. He, he did his time. He lost millions of dollars. But I, I still think they they passed out punishment during that during this situation. Extremely wrong. I think some 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 people got out real easy. Yep. And I'm, and I'm okay, we're not talking about them. We're not we're not talking about them. But I'm I'm going to throw a hypo- I'm going to throw a hypothetical at every everybody on this phone right now. Everybody on this hook right now. I'm going to throw a hypothetical at you. Let's say that JJ Watt. Um, let's say he he hits Lamar Jackson late. He hits Lamar Jackson uh-huh. late. Lamar Jackson takes exception to it. Lamar Jackson tries to rip J.J. Watt's helmet off, but he doesn't succeed. J.J. Watt rips Lamar Jackson's helmet off, and he succeeds. Now, Lamar Jackson's offensive lineman come to his defense, and in between those and between the offense with the offensive lineman showing a barrier, and J.J. Watt and Lamar Jackson exchanging words. And JJ Watt pops Lamar Jackson upside the head. How do you? How would you feel, Mike Walker? JJ Watt. JJ Watt will get JJ Watt will get a two game suspension, and and it, and that and that'll be and that'll be in it. And they would have said, "Don't do it again." I said, "How would you feel?" I didn't ask you what you think would happen. Oh, you know how I'm gonna feel. I was feeling the same way. JJ um, Watt JJ Watt. If uh, well, now did Lamar Jackson say something to him? To, to, oh, I was to getting Lamar there. I was getting there. Go ahead. I was. Yeah, I was getting now, there. Go ahead. JJ. Let's say JJ Watt said that. Let's say JJ Watt said Lamar Jackson called him a stupid cracker. Let's say he. That's what he. That's his defensive well, situation, and he well, uses well, that Lamar. argument four months later. He uses that yeah, argument four Lamar, months later. Well, How would you feel about Lamar, it, Lamar? You should you should have kept your mouth closed, homie. I'm on your side, but you should have kept your mouth closed. If you said that, you were wrong, and that's why that man tried to take your head off. 
You honestly gonna feel that way? You would honestly feel that way? You you know you know that you know I feel I feel that way. I mean, you, okay. There's certain things there's certain things you don't say to people. I agree. That you don't want to say that you don't want to say it to you. That's that's the thing. Don't say racial stuff. Either way is wrong. So you say something racial to me, I'm mm-hmm. gonna snap. And I, and if I say something racial to somebody else, and they go off, I mean I'm 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 the one wrong if I say something. You know what I'm saying? Let me, uh, Walter. Let me ask you if that in my hypothetical, if that happened, do you think that um, JJ Watt would be given? Uh, would would they come down as hard on JJ Watt as they did on Miles Garrett? I'm just talking about the media. Forget the NFL. Let's just say, would the media come at him so hard to where there was things that were said about Miles Garrett? He should be prosecuted. He should be brought up on a, uh, assault charges. He should be banned for life from the NFL, no matter so what you, was you, said you, you to him. Question, Will, really? Will, you ask a different question? No, no, you no, no. I'm adding. I'm adding to the. I'm, I'm adding to it now. I'm adding to it. So I'm saying Miles Garrett faced some Miles Garrett faced some real, 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 real tough yeah, uh things said against him. So I'm at from a lot of people. So if JJ White did that to Lamar Jackson and it was all based off of racial epithet, would JJ White and I'm asking Walter first and I'm gonna trickle down the line, do you think that JJ White would face that same type of uh, outcry that Miles Garrett did? Okay, I'll, I I would say no, he wouldn't. He he wouldn't. Mm. And and the reason why is we we could pretty much agree that because the NFL does have a double standard when it comes to mm. uh, black players and white players. They I, at least I have I have seen it. Um, there there has been a clear distinction of a double standard, and so I don't believe JJ Watts. And even though J.J. may watch, will say, well, there was some – I believe that there's trigger things, whether if you're white, black, green, or polka dot. Mm-hmm. If you hit certain trigger points for a man, if I say I'm coming after your family, your wife, or your child, it's going to trigger something mm-hmm. in you. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I would, because as men, as boys growing up, as, as growing up and to become men, we're taught to protect a lot of things. We're just taught, and so, uh, but I don't. Well, when it's all said and done, I don't believe he would have gotten the same amount of. I I, I don't. Hold your thought, Lou. Hold your thought. Let me get Derek next. Go ahead, D. Same question. No, no. same question. I just yeah, asked. Walt. He, he he wouldn't have faced the same heat, and I can give you a couple of examples of why. You had Ben Roethlisberger got accused of rape twice. Not a. Mm. Not a game suspended. The only thing he got suspended for was the DUI, and they gave him six games, and then they reduced it to three. You know what I mean? But you got um, you got other people who have done, I mean, pretty randomly stupid things, but nothing of that. You know what I mean? You got the Hunt kid. He was suspended for what the whole season. You got him. Mm-hmm. You got. Um, Somebody else that just got suspended. Even guys that use, you know what I mean, like PEDs and stuff like that, they get games for, you know what I mean, the whole year for stuff that they do to themselves. Not stuff that they do to other people. This is something that you're doing to yourself. Most of these ain't even performance enhancers. But then, you know what I mean, a perfect example of exactly what Walter is saying is 
the HGA stuff. Remember Rodney Harrison got caught with the HGA mm-hmm. game. Peyton Manning did mm-hmm. a game. All Peyton Manning was with my wife. There wasn't no big investigation. Wasn't none of that. So, you know what I mean? Walter, I think Walter spelled it out perfectly. It is a, a very distinct double standard, not just in the NFL, but in a lot of, in most places that you go. So, um, I don't think anything would have happened. Just like he said, I think he would have got, Mike said it right, he would have got maybe two games. And uh, uh, Listen, you, you know how you do that little kid that be in the corner, you pop the hand real light and be like, don't do that again. Mm. Go on back over there mm. and play. Because that's all that would have happened. Yeah, that, that's all that would have happened. You see it in even the way that they protect the quarterbacks. A lot of our black quarterbacks get hit. A lot in the head and everywhere else. There's nothing. If you blow on some of these other quarterbacks, listen, you threw Tom to the ground too hard. Tom is my guy. Tom is my guy. But there's a distinct difference in the way that a lot of this stuff works. And listen, is it right? No. But it just it is what it is. You deal with it like it comes. All right, Zach, go ahead. Okay, let me answer the first question. The first question you mm-hmm. said um, uh, about – should, if the thing JJ Watt did the same thing, how would I feel? I ain't mm-hmm. like to you. JJ mm-hmm. Watt would be justified if you say you whatever Crevel Cracker. He should put uh, Lamar right. Jackson on his ass. Right. He should. And I and, and you know what? And I believe that. Believe it or not, I truly, truly believe that. Because like you said, sure. racial mm-hmm. racial no matter who it comes from. So I can't I can't feel mm-hmm. one way towards the other way and not he whatever. Now the only problem is with now what you're saying. The second part of that, if it was JJ Watt, yeah, I agree with the panel board. Nothing would have happened, okay? And and but technically, nothing should have happened. It, unfortunately, that's the thing. You know, I truly believe that. But we come on, we know. Like you said, the Ben Rosenberger is perfect example. Perfect, perfect example. But he deserved to say he should be able to. You know, def- you know, you call him a dirty cracker. Take your head off. Go ahead, take his head off. I know you're right. And but then, and all right, Luke. Said, um, hold on, real quick. Y'all said, well, who said it that mm-hmm. um, Miles um, Garrett shouldn't have slammed him down at his last play? It don't matter. A player's a player. It's in the game, right? And it's part of the game. I don't know if I don't it, slam you down, you might get skate and, and go ahead and score I, a touchdown. I, well, well, this was the thing. Why? This is the reason why I said that. that one, the ball had been gone, so really he should have been called for a roughing penalty. I, I was watching the game. The no, I saw it too. Gone, I know what you're saying. So, right. Yeah, he should have. He should have been called for a roughing penalty. But like I said, they were beating that team to death. The game was over. They right. weren't finna score. Just push the man down and call it a day. Like, he grabbed a dude and spent him around. Like, to me, the slam was more personal than anything else. Like, because that wasn't something it you was. just really had to do. You know what I mean? That would right. have been like, that'd have been like yeah. if he was rushing the passer on the last play of the game but and the did, ball was going like someone, you know one, of the linemen, when it, when it, one of the offensive linemen cut block him and hurt his knee or something when they didn't have to. That's, hey, that's what I equate I guess, that to. It's a dude that played with me. He played. He said he played perfect. You know, special teams. Say throughout the whole game, people are talking trash to you, right? Throughout the whole game, just the quarterback and never. So I'm just giving that. So we don't know. He was talking trash to this man throughout the whole game. Whether it's the last play of the game, I know the game over with. I still had the chance to go ahead and get you one more time legally, but you know whatever. I'm gonna do it. I, I, I can't hey. after the game. I can't go ahead and punch you in your face. So I got okay. Then it's then it is an assault. But during the game, but I'm sure he was talking trash, talking trash. Yes, I had a chance to get you. Uh, all I'm he had, to get you. All he had to do was wait. They were gonna play him again two weeks later. Derek, <laughs> two weeks later. Derek and Zach, in my home, uh-huh. Edwards, in my home, Edwards' voice. You uh-huh. played through the, the game. 
you the <laughs> Uh, that don't, uh, that don't, uh, I don't agree with that, Mike. I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that, Mike. Plays like what Miles Garrett did of how people tear knees and stuff. Like, to me, that was unnecessary. Like I yeah. said, if one of the linemen had set block and flew out his Achilles on a meaningless play at the end of a game, he'd be pissed. He sure would be. We got, oh my goodness! Well, we, 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 we're gonna get him. Just, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet until we get to another topic. Because I, I feel if you're on a day on football field, it's time on the clock. You knock the hell out of that guy on the other side. It's in a different color jersey. Right, Mike. They've been. They were doing that. They were doing that. They were doing that the entire game, and then what I think a, a, another factor to that whole situation that's probably why uh, Mason Rudolph kind of like took offense to that that last throwdown was that the fact he got beat up that entire game, and I think that was yeah, just the final straw of him saying, that's "Okay, I don't, I don't even have the ball," and I think that's what it was. Right. He was just like, "I don't even have the ball, and you throwing me down." So I think, yeah, he, I think that's what, now him. Him using the racial epithet or possibly or trying to kick the man down below and all that type of stuff, I definitely don't agree with none of that. And Miles Garrett using the thing, using the man's weapon, whether he hit him with a padding or attempted to hit him or missed him or whatever the situation is, it all they all were wrong. And everybody, including the guys that tried to kick and all that other stuff, everybody that came in later, they all were wrong. There is no, there is no right in the situation. It was just a bad look for the NFL and that's just how it is. I mean, we 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 move right. on. Miles Garrett is back in the, in the is back in the league, and I hope you know that given what he's gone through, he learns from the situation. If he gets in that situation again, he doesn't react that way. Whether he's called an N word with an E R or an A, I hope he does. You know, he just says, "Hey, my money's more important." Really? That's a, that, that, and then he's learned his lesson. I'm watching the XFL game, right? And the quarterback mm-hmm. losing so bad, and, and he clearly not blame. He gonna blame his whole team, you know? Because when you're just mad, when you lose, you're just mad. I think it's just the same way Mason Rudolph. He just was mad. And he said it, but mm-hmm. uh, whatever. But that, that quarterback yesterday, he started talking trash. And then he had the game about, I never played with such a sorry team in my life. I never played with such a sorry team in my life. So one of the receivers said, I never played with such a sorry quarterback. Yeah, it was it was comical. So same thing but with somebody, Mason Rudolph. Somebody. Some, somebody for to be out of a job between one of them two guys, and usually the position player is the one that gets let go. But that's crazy if they they wait to the nah, post game interview to do that. I think they'll be the quarterback in this situation when they when they because they remember they brought the, they brought the backup quarterback in. He was playing so bad. So in this situation, I think this time it might be the quarterback because he was well, talking trash. We talked about money. We talked about how money breaks down in sports uh, earlier. Well, Walter made mention of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the XFL pays by tiers. Uh, the quarterbacks right. in the of uh, the ten teams, most of those people are the guys that's making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So those are the people that the owners have put said, Hey, look, this is my tier one guy. This is the guy that I think is gonna be the franchise guy. So usually guys like that get a longer leash than a guy that's on a tier three that's making I think I saw it was either ten or twelve thousand dollars a game. Seriously, they right. they're on a longer leash. The money the money gives grants them a longer leash. That's why quarterbacks that are drafted number one overall and get those big paychecks, they get two or three years to stink before they be like, you know what, you're not going to work. It's time to move on. So that's why I say the position player probably could be the one that comes. He's going to be the one that comes up short. All right, anyway, guys, moving on to the dunk contest last night. Pretty good dunk contest. I'm satisfied with the result because I'm a Miami Heat fan. Derrick Jones, 
Yeah, controversy, but let me ask you, should Aaron Gordon be uh, upset with the NBA, the judges, or the fact that – or just, just be upset, period? I think uh, that's well, a good uh, Don't start with you, Lou. I think he makes a good what, what should he should, But who should he be upset with? Because he, he beat Zach Levine, and that didn't happen. Then they He's went the to a worst. dunk off in Zach Levine. You don't like Zach Levine? I don't like Levine. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> call he call he call he call Zach Levine Woods. But anyway, so, oh, so Aaron so Aaron Go- but what about Aaron Gordon? What is, what do you think about his uh his performance last night? Was it worthy was... of beating Derek Jones? Although I didn't see the game, you know, I, I heard about it with the controversial de- decision. I think he has a good argument against it. You know, it was a very close a very close race. They didn't want they didn't want to go to I think their uh, coach means he put up a he put up a hell of a fight. So I think he has a good argument uh, with with yeah, the, he put up a great fight. He had, he had five he had five fifties, man. Yeah, I mean at one point before they went to the dunk yeah. off, every all four of his dunks were fifties. So I mean, right. and Derrick Jones didn't have Derrick Derrick Jones only had three. But anyway, but I'm happy with the result because again, I'm a Miami Heat fan. All right, so Zach, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> Man, what about what, what about Aaron? I'm a Heat fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Heat fan all day right. every day. So I'm, but man, when when you jump over a dude seven six, okay. Hey, but here's the thing. I said it should have been a tie. This whole time, I, 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 I go with the tie. Mm. But the Heat fan, according to the rules, like there. I'm, I'm Heat all day. Okay. According to the rules, there cannot be a tie. The judges, even if they had they all, if, even if on all their dunks they had the same exact score, they would have. The judges would have had to pick who they thought win. They have to have a winner. You know why they got to have okay. a winner? Does anybody want to take anybody want to take a wild guess why they got to have a winner? Because it's a chick involved. Somebody said it. Right. There you go. They got to. They. They're not. They're not going to split that first place uh, earnings. That's why they got to have a winner. So. That's it. So, D, what do you think? Should get Aaron Gordon be bothered by coming in second for another dunk contest? Um, no, I don't think he should be bothered. But I will tell you this: I think all mm-hmm. the competitors should have been bothered by one thing. They had people D-Wade. who were not dunkers. They they had people who were <laughs> not dunkers judging a dunk yeah, contest. Right, like, I agree. What, listen, uh, actor. Tell you what happened? What happened was, yeah. Listen, uh, Chadwick Bozeman is my dude, but anybody who watched it, Chadwick Bozeman looked like he wasn't either interested or he was drunk. <laughs> he didn't oh, he was high. Boy, <laughs> he sure did. But this is the thing. They started handing out 50s so fast that dunks that were not 50s were getting 50s. They were penalizing people for trying to do dunks three and four times. They got this rounded score now. You know what I mean? Remember they used to give people like seven and a half. You know what right. I mean? Right. Three points or whatever. You know what I mean? So they gave they gave out bad scores so early, everything else looked great. I'm sorry. All the Aaron Gordon dunks weren't fifty. All Derrick Jones dunks weren't fifty. They weren't. So if I was him, I'd be pissed but not just because I lost, I'd be pissed more at the people that the NBA put out here and said, You were capable of judging something that you can't do. You can't judge something that you ain't never had to do. I played basketball. I used to dunk the heck out of basketball. 
that crap is not easy. And some of the stuff they were right. doing that night was hard. But a person who's never yes, seen a dunk can't tell you mm-hmm. how difficult it is. Like that dunk that the White House did where she smiled at the other end of the court and then turned and dunked, that crap is hard because yep. you got to rotate your whole yes, body is. twice. Once off the ground and then again in the air. And nobody really paid attention to what was going on because they didn't know what they were looking at. I would have been more right. pissed at the judges than anything else because I don't think the people that they had judging it were qualified to do so. Elder Strong, so that's what do you think about the dunk contest? Well, I, I, as me and Zach were kind of going back and forth on social media last night, uh, I clearly believe a crime was committed in Miami. I mean, in Chicago. <laughs> I really believe uh, a crime was committed. And not not that I'm saying that Mr. Jones shouldn't get the dunk uh, championship. I just believe co-championships would have been appropriate. And I understand the rules right. from a standpoint, but we then have to kind of look at a couple of things of what is the all-star game for? It's for, yes, the fans and also the sponsors and the entertainment and the sponsors and TNT and ESPN and ABC. And what I like about um, Adam Silver is he tends to be a commissioner that's willing to tweak and to change. I was really impressed how they kind of added moving the money ball rack to a certain place. I like like the fact how Adam Silver and, and the competition committee came out with the Mountain Dew green ball that gave you three points and maybe extra points on the clock or whatever. It benefited you. Right. So he clearly shows that he's willing to improve the product. And with that said, two years in a row, Aaron Gordon has found himself in this situation. And I believe this is a good opportunity for the NBA to say, you know what? If this ever happens again, based on the product based on the fan experience and based on the sponsors all being on one accord, that is the only time you should award co-sponsorship. Because you did it, as I told Zach online, you did it for co-MVPs in the game. Well, guess what? The the MVP person is going to get a check. A sponsor is going to come and give them a trophy, and they're going to get their company name as well. So it's not going to hurt for you to do co-champions. But I don't believe it's something that's going to happen on a regular basis. But when you do, I believe the NBA is going to say, you know what, this is a real good opportunity to really improve the dunk contest. Because what I was hoping and begging Kenny Smith to say is that the dunk contest is back. Because the dunk contest ain't back yet. It's on its way to improving mm. itself. Really? There, you know, okay. I, 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 try to, I try to live by this model as best that I can. When I'm faced with a problem, I'm trying to readjust my thinking that my problem is an opportunity for growth. Okay. And if the NBA yeah, does you... this two years in a row where Aaron Gordon right. found himself in this situation, the NBA can say, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for growth for us, for the sponsors, and the fans. But they got to recognize it that it's a problem, Walter. They they may not recognize that it's a problem. They may look at it as simple as the fact is it's controversy. Controversy sells right. also. 
Right. Uh, but I that's agree. why that's why I thought. Look at it. I also yep. agree with you, Will. If if that's already mm-hmm. in place, that's mm-hmm. what Adam Silver or someone from the petition committee, other than Dwayne Wade saying we have, because he kept saying we have bosses. I think it's an opportunity at some point, maybe in the next couple of days or during the off season, to come back and to address this and say, here's mm-hmm. why we couldn't give them this co-sponsorship. Here's what we're looking to do to change it. And then if it happens again, you have something in place now to address that. As long as it don't happen to a Miami Heat player. Go ahead, uh, Mike Walker. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh-huh. I, I, I had to watch the uh, NBA this weekend. But but um, I, I can't remember the last That never stops you from having an opinion. That never that never <laughs> stops you from having an opinion. You always have an opinion. Well, I, well, I can't give you I can't give you an opinion on something that I didn't see. But since it's a Miami Heat player player that's involved, I'm going with the other guy since you want since you want my opinion. I am a Boston Celtics. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> Why everybody was all upset? The fact that D Wade D Wade gave the home a call. And that Derrick Jones Jr. was awarded because D Wade was on the panel. Get over it. Just like how Trump had a stack um, Senate for his impeachment, we had our ringer on the on the panel also for our juror for Derrick Jones Jr. So get over it. Be happy. Derrick Jones Jr. is the slam dunk champion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. That's that's the way I look at it. I'm, I'm happy for Derrick Jones Jr. because it looked like Pat was happy for him now. Whether if that especially if that's going to lead him to get more money, you know, maybe Pat will give him a couple of more nickels or you know something like that. So. I don't know, but anyway, let's move on. Let's move on from that. He, I can tell you this much: he can hit a he can he can hit a set three pointer from the corner just like Bruce Bowen. He can hit a set three pointer from the corner and dunk off that corner whenever the guy whenever the guard penetrates or bam out of body or penetrates. So he's got that pretty much down. That's and he can play a little defense at the top of the key when the Heat go to that zone. But I'm not breaking down the Heat right now. All right, let me. Go and let me say, bring in another big scandal that you guys don't know about. That's the world's game of football. My favorite club team has been banned for two oh, years from Champions League. Oh, it's been it's been it's been bothering me for the last two days uh, since the news broke that we possibly will not be able to play in the Champions League. And the reason why that is such right. a big deal to being able to play in the Champions League is because Ooh. money. It's, it's even in Europe. It, money's money's big time when you're playing in the Champions League. There's so many, so much money you can get, and plus, you talk about sponsorship. Walter, sponsorship is big and is it's huge for the world's game of football for soccer yeah. because hello, that's why they have the sponsors on front of the jerseys and not the team name. So sponsorship is huge, and if you're not eligible to play in the Champions League, that is going to be a big deal. But I'm going to say this: this is why. For me, this is more about jealousy than fair play. Yeah, I get it. Everybody wants fair play. Everybody thinks everything should be on a level playing field. Some cases it is, and some cases it's not. But I don't care about fair play. I want my team to do whatever they need to do to win. That's how I feel. Because this ain't real life. This is sports. This is sports. I had this conversation with somebody else, and they say it's a morale thing. No, it's not. It's not about morale. This ain't got nothing to do with morality. 
I, I want my team to do whatever they need to do to win because I want them to win. It's just like when I used to play pickup basketball. If we had one less point than what I called out, if we had nine points and I say we got ten, I would try to see if I can get away with it. I'm sorry. That's just sports. That's how we do sometimes. That's the way it goes. So as far as my team is, as far as my team is concerned, I want them to do whatever they need to do to win. That's, that's how Will works. I want a winner. So, But in this case, the jealousy thing is that you know we got ratted out or hacked by an opponent. It was an opponent right. that hacked into the information of Manchester City and handed it over to UEFA. UEFA is the governing body of European football. Yes. And they already found out that we were not guilty of anything or they couldn't prove it. But when they got that hack information, that's when they came down with this harsh two-year ban. So I want to ask all of you guys, just maybe not about Manchester City, is it right for a rival to rat you out and then you get a severe punishment that helps that rival later on? And let's even say that can even happen in college football. Oh, wait, it did. It it has happened in college football. Um, Miami's first Pell Pell Grant scandal came out because, let me see, a Florida State person ratted them out. How'd that work out? Yeah. Let me go and get that out of the way first. Go. First off, go y'all ahead. got a slap on the hand. Mm-hmm. The worst penalty y'all got is y'all got from in-house. Y'all should, listen, you should never bring us up without bringing up Neville Shapiro. Because he ran. He oh, ran no, I'm not talking about him. Yeah, but see, I wasn't talking about Devin. Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't talking about Devin. Now, I wasn't talking about Devin. I'm talking about the first near. I'm talking about the first near death penalty that we got in the early '90s after we won those four in the '80s. I'm talking about that one, you know. But hey, you're man. right. The Nevin Shapiro thing was ridiculous. The Nevin Shapiro thing was ridiculous, and it was way worse. He, what he did was really wrong. But should, but should, I'm serious. Should they, should they take in consideration where they're getting the information from? Because that's how it works. I think it should be just like court. Listen, it was illegally obtained, so it's inadmissible. We can't use that because you stole it. How you going to tell on somebody with something that you stole? Yeah. That don't make sense. And that's how I I totally agree. How you acquired the information, that that to me, that should not not have anything to do with Manchester City getting a ban. Or we can go with Mississippi State and Mississippi. You know who told on Ole Miss? Mississippi State. They were the ones that told on them. So, it's, that's not to me. That's just that's just cruel. That, that you can't you punishing the rival. Yeah, I don't agree. Like my Mike, what you say? It's just like, Go ahead. It's just like my nephew. Just like my nephew was here yesterday. He came in the house and he went to the kitchen table and I had one of those big old Hershey um, candy bars on the table. He came back, Uncle Mike. Look what I found. What you found? I didn't find something that never that wasn't lost. It wasn't lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't lost. I know where it was the whole time. But yeah, but I, I think see see here we go with that uh, unfair advantage. If you tell on uh, you go right out another team for something wrongdoing. Yeah, that's an unfair advantage because you're trying to damage this team so you can get ahead. Head and nine times out of ten, the the wheel that squeaks get the oil. So if if you telling on somebody, you doing the same thing too. You just hadn't got caught. 
That, right. Let me ask you guys about Melvin. Melvin had the best old school sayings. He said, the wheel that squeaks hit the oil. <laughs> He's right. Uh-huh. Let me ask you guys about Mel, about Mel Tucker leaving Colorado, going to Michigan State right after National Signing Day. Um, Ooh, yeah, I Derek, what you think? What do you think about that? I think that's exactly why I said that players should be able to do the same thing that coaches do. If I don't like it here, I'm out. Because coaches can do the same thing. Now, he just went and sat in a bunch of kids' living room and told them, I'm going to be here. I'm going to take mm-hmm. care of your son. I'm going to look out for him like he's my own. I'm going to call you. He's going to be in Stone's Clinton. He's going to do all that stuff. And then as soon as somebody waves some money in your face, you can leave. The players should have that exact same leeway. I'm not saying you wrong. It's, it's free enterprise. You go do what you want to do, but it shouldn't be free enterprise just for the for the coaches. It should be that way for everybody. I don't like it here. I'm out. I should be able to play right away because you can go and make a, make more money right away. He ain't got to sit out a year to go coach. He can just leave. Can I can I jump in real quick quick on this? One? Go ahead. The other day, they, sure. the other day uh, when they brought that up, they were he was getting a bunch of flights, a bunch of flights to leave leaving Colorado because the day before they had this big booster thing where he was at the booster um, thing talking and puffing up Colorado and all that. And the next day, that's when he signed, signed, signed Michigan State. So they were saying, was he right. wrong for we're going to that event? No, he wasn't wrong. Because, know why he wasn't wrong? Because first he had put his name on that contract. And at that time, he still wasn't. Colorado Buffalo. <laughs> and t- and t- you, wait, let me ask you. Wait, 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 stop. Wait, stop, stop. Wait a minute. You don't think they were you don't think they would wait, you don't think they were talking behind the scenes, Mike. You don't think he was already talking to Michigan State before he went to that to that to that meeting. Okay, okay, okay. All right. What if he what if he would have went there and said, Yep, I got I got the job and I'm leaving the Michigan State said, Oh, you let the cat out the bag too early. No, not no, we we're not gonna we're not gonna um Let me ask you, Walter, should the kids be let out of their scholarships or their letter of intent 
and be able to yep. reopen their in- recruitment and go wherever they want to uh-huh. go. Yeah. I believe so. I believe so and for, for a couple of reasons, real quick. Um, I know this is not the first time that this has happened. I know it's happened in co- collegiate sports in the past. But what Seth Greenberg educated me on, which I did not know, that a lot of these coaches have what's called a buyout clause, which I didn't know this. Right. Sure do. And so I had to look at it from a parental standpoint. If I had a son who was considering to go play football, or you know, let's stick with football, I would have to have a long talk with him to say, okay, if there is no opportunity for you to do this as a buyout, for you to be able to change once you make your commitment, we need to know for sure if this coach has a buyout, what are the probabilities of him being recruited? It's almost like you have to start mm. doing research on the coach as a coach. Now, just as, you know, as a, if you take interest in a young man, you want to see him make it to the NFL, you got to take that to another level and do research on him and say, what are the probabilities of this coach going somewhere else where it could end up hurting his chances to have uh-huh. a, a, a good team to get him to the NFL? You got to take it to that level. And if he, if there's a red, enough red flag there to say he can be buyout, then that can't be a college you can commit to. Because you can't, you they're not going to let you out your letter of intent. And so, as long as they don't let you out of your letter of intent, I think now as individuals who who are responsible for these young men, we have to now more scrutinize the coaches. Can I can I chime in on that? You, you, before we get off the air. Please do. Go ahead. This, this is the thing, and I, I think he makes a great point, but this is the thing. A lot of these coaches ain't hot at the beginning of the year. So you can do all the research you want, but the fact of the matter is that situations change daily in college sports. And uh-huh. a coach that might not be hot, this is some of these coaches, how many of us really on this line, aside from maybe a couple of us who watch football all the time, knew who Mike Norvell was six months ago? Probably none of y'all. Because mm-hmm. that's, how fast, that's how fast it pays. So I understand right. what he's saying. You got to do research on these players, but that's the coach. But that's not going to help. West. The only thing that's going to help change that situation, and that's what the NCAA is so afraid of, is allowing these kids. You have to give them the same freedom that you give these coaches. Because whether he's got to buy out exactly. or not, if they want him, he's going to go. Listen, Florida State donors raised seventeen million dollars. To then go and pay another in a month, five million dollars. Right. If they want something, they gonna get it done. The kids are the only ones who get stuck with. Well, he committed to it. Well, the coach committed to it. The university committed to it. Everybody committed to it, but nobody's held to it except the player. That's even with people getting fired. You can commit to a position coach, and he get fired as soon as you get there. You know what? You still gotta stay there. So unless the players themselves can acquire the right to be able to move around freely, just like the coaches do, none of these conversations are going to matter. They go, right. They're going to tell you, you committed to this university, and not the coaches mm-hmm. is an obvious lie, and you're going to stick to it. No, that don't, that don't even sound halfway like reality. But that's the situation that these kids find themselves in, and these coaches just walk around and do whatever they feel like. Doing. That's just it. You can research everybody. You can do analytics on them. It ain't going to matter. 
everybody out. Oh, and will. And will. Uh-huh. That, mm-hmm. it, that $17 million, it came, it, they made it in, in, in a night. Oh, not a one. They did it in a night. Yeah, a couple of phone calls. A couple of phone calls. All right, I'm going to let Zach I'm gonna let Zach and Lou close out it. Let Zach and Lou close out this subject. All right, Lou, what you think about it? What, what, should Mel Tucker have some responsibility to the 17-year-olds? Yeah, let's say that. Should he have some responsibility to those 17, 17 18-year-old kids at Colorado? Should he, should he at least reach out to them and say, hey, look, you know, my situation changed? Or does he owe them an explanation at all? Of course, so they need the guidance at the 17, 18, and it's your, and it's your job to give them the guidance. Mm. Okay. Zach, what do you think? Do you think? Okay. Right, Zach, do you think? You know what, Will? Do you the think right he needs to talk to him? I mean, mm-hmm. Go ahead. He, he, don't, he, he, he don't have to. We, we all know that. He doesn't have to. But the right thing, and the reason I'm saying this, because you, as you read the story, there were two parents that said the day before, the day before he was in their living room. I'm telling you, I was reading the story, and I was like, wow, this one mother said she's so hurt because he told me, I'm going to take care of your child. This is what I'm going to do for your child. And he turned up, so he turned up to be a lot. And my son even looked at like, wow, mom. So now, my, you know, because so the kid wasn't committing, like you say, to the school, but to him. And he doesn't even want to go to the school anymore, you know. So he don't have to, but the right thing to do is, like, call him up and say, hey, check this out. I'm out. I'm sorry, but, you know, something, anything. That was just the right you thing. Know to what? Do, you, you know what? You know. We, but that that may be the right thing to do, but I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the the parents to get educated on recruiting, in the game in the worlds and and the and, and collegiate sports. I think that's some of, that's some of what Walter was saying, and then I get what Derek was saying that sometimes these coaches come out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure the kids at Memphis did not think Mike Norvell was gonna be leaving at the end of the season. I'm pretty sure they didn't, but it happened. But but I'm gonna tell you like this: as far as recruiting goes, and as far as these coaches goes, I'm gonna need the parents or the caregivers to to pay more attention to the world's uh, to the collegiate sports and understand it's a business. So you gotta break it down to your child. They're coming for you because yeah, yeah, you have yeah, a yeah, specific yeah, yeah. talent. Stop you with that. How many of these kids have single mothers? How many single mothers you know think about and they have? I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna let mothers. Okay. Well, I'm not letting but mothers off the hook on this. That's the case. But I get it. But I'm not letting I'm not I'm not letting these mothers off the hook because these mothers should do their research. Will, and just the same way as fathers. You, 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 or got, you got cats at them. That you had the cats at them. They don't mean no. They don't mean no, they, these mothers or these kids any good. They just don't see what they can get in for the school. So they can say what they got to say. Yeah, but so nah, they you, still you gotta look at it like that. No, nah, I can't because they, they got to know the rules. They got to do their homework. Like, they got to do their research. But we can't get into it because we get ready to close out. I got 30 seconds left. This is definitely a discussion we can get into on another day. I want to thank everybody for taking the time to download Will Take All Sports on whatever platform you're listening to. Don't forget, join me tomorrow morning, Monday, and on Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Spreaker app. I close the show the same way every week. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I'll holler. Y'all be safe. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. All right. Really do. All right. Great show. Great show. Great show.